Hey everybody, I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. Alright, welcome back. Part 2, Friday the 13th. We're moving right through the series. Here we go again. If you couldn't get enough of Part 1, don't worry. Because we have plenty to go. So, Part 2. This picks up a couple months after the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. And it came out, it came out like a year, 81, a, yeah. like a year later. Maybe right out a year later, I think. Yeah, it was actually less than a year, right? 11 months. They started, they started filming this one like right after the first one. Who's their director? This would be Steve Miner, I think that's how you say it. Never heard of him. He went on to, spoiler alert, he went on to direct part three. Is that really a spoiler when you're talking about production of a movie? No, not for these movies. That's true. But he is the only repeat director, isn't he? Yes, I do believe so. Yeah. Paramount liked him that What about much. Scorsese? Yeah, he was busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Was... Busy doing cocaine. Yeah, and this is definitely right after he did a... I say that, is it Raging or Raging Bull? Raging Bull. Raging Bull. The Jackie Chan Think... movie? No, that's that one of Robert De Niro, the boxing movie. Jackie Chan movie? What in God's <laughs> name are you talking about? Am I, thinking I don't even know why I even brought this up. Rumble in the Bronx, maybe. Yeah, that's the one you're thinking of. Something about Bull in a China shop. Nope. Something yeah. other than Raging Bull. What's Raging Bull? Well, whatever. It's not we'll this. We'll talk about it's not. Fr- it's not Friday 13th. Oh, my. So this one picks up, like we said, two months. It's supposed to be two like months that, after the first one. We open up with feet walking in the road. Yeah. Little kids' feet. Yeah, little kids' feet. Right, so we're immediately like, uh, where are we going here? I thought at first that it was going to give us like a Jason backstory. I thought that the little feet were Jason. Yeah, I never really thought about yeah. that. I thought that you know, I've already cool. seen these movies so many times. And I, but yeah, I never really thought of it like that. But well, I don't remember the kid's name. It was like, you know, Timmy or something. Right. I, I thought it was Georgie. 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 <laughs> no, Georgie was busy chasing his boat down the sewer. Yeah, well, yeah, but this, yeah this kid wasn't chasing one though. Yeah. He was singing Itsy Bitsy Spider. Oh, yeah. So he gets called in by his mom. We never see anything but his feet. Yeah. And then he gets called inside from his, his mother, and then we immediately see bigger feet. Yeah. The kid hit a growth spurt. Yeah. So, I mean, we find out that this is Jason. So so Jason was just standing there. Yeah, the spoiler alert. See that. Jason mm-hmm. is the killer in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's something funny. His name was originally supposed to be... Uh, Josh. Josh. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I just this is one little trivia thing be, I saw on here. Can you imagine calling these the Josh movies? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. No. Josh Voorhees. But yeah, they just they didn't think it sounded scary enough, so they no, like, let's it, call it Jason. They were right. Yeah. It sounds epically lame. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I just could not imagine them keeping that. Yeah. So now we have Jason. I never really understood this whole opening scene. It doesn't really make sense to me. He's So he's walking. Um, we then get um, Alice, our final girl from part one. She's in her house, and she's... I think it's an apartment. Yeah. Either way, she, she, she's in her home. Yeah. Right. She's laying on her bed, sleeping, but having a bad dream, and that's how they give us the backstory of part one. Yeah. This takes up way too much time yeah. in the movie. This, yeah. ser- this seriously takes up like 15 it's, minutes. It is, no exaggeration, 10% of the entire movie. Right. Is this flashback. Seems like it. Well, and, you know, sh- and they keep showing like whole scenes. That's why it takes yeah. so much time. Like, yeah. Just give us little cut-ups of it. It takes 12 minutes to get through this yeah. opening scene of flashbacks to get to the opening credits. Yeah. And the movie is an hour and 20 minutes. So it's 12 minutes right. of the entire movie is taken up with this. So the rest of the movie is pretty much like an hour long. Right. Yes. And especially for a movie that's so short, I'm totally okay with that as long as they're getting right to the action. 
and right to what yeah. everybody's watching these movies for, but there's way too much time between the action in this movie. Yeah, I mean, one of the flashbacks start like when she first meets Jason's mom, um, uh, Pam. Pamela. Pamela. Yeah. yeah. Pamela it pretty much shows the last act of part one. Yeah, more or less. In its entirety. Yeah, the last, the last like 30 minutes was like cut in half almost. Now, is this a flash, the, the flashback dream, is it a recap for the audience? Or is it just for her to wake up afraid, like as a nightmare? I think it's yes. a, probably both. It's supposed to be both. I, I understand what they're trying to do, but we don't need that much. And it's not the viewers and the... If you haven't seen part one, that's on you. We don't owe it to you right. to show the last 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. I understand yeah. that copies of movies weren't as ubiquitous as they are now. Still, I don't think anybody's at this movie that doesn't know what's going right. on. Right. Yeah. It's not like it's not like people couldn't rent the first one or something. I don't know or how talk big about v- the movie. VHS was back then. Nor does it matter. Right. Yeah. Or or you know, Voodoo or Netflix. If you, or took, the, if you took the time to come see a movie out of order, then you've wasted your money cuz you're going to be completely lost. Well, and not even that, but I mean, are you really lost? It's a crazy guy in the woods killing people. Do you really right. need to know more than that? And he's and then, probably going to do oh, some oh, more of it. Technically, technically, it's a crazy woman right. out there. I mean, part her. one, but, then, but if you come to part two, it's a crazy guy in the woods yeah. killing people. Mm-hmm. So, so what I don't understand is we get this recap right at the beginning. The movie starts with a recap, and then later in the movie, they're telling stories around a campfire, and they recap it again. Yeah, the yeah. So, campfire story would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been perfect. Yep. Yeah. That's gotcha. all the backstory you need. Yeah. Uh, all I had to do was a show maybe Pam's head getting cut off and then Jason jumping out of the lake. Just short sure. to the point. Yep. Previously on Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> People die. Now you're up to date. Yeah. Well, so that's bad enough, but then we've got Alice finally wakes up from her dream and we get like two minute plus one takes. Yeah. Like... Of her walking around her home, up and down the hallways, talking to her mom on the phone. Mm-hmm. Right. She takes a shower, like the shortest shower of all time. Yeah, yeah. she's in there for like maybe five seconds. seconds. Yeah. There was a bit of a jump scarier for me because the entire time she's about to like, clearly, she's, she's in the bathroom. You know, she's about to take a shower. She's the one that pulls the shower curtain back. I was expecting something to be there, but it was the sheer sound of her whipping that thing back. It... Norman Bates' mom? No, I'm talking about... It's like the, the beginning of this movie is is trying to do five different homages. Like one to uh, The Calls Coming From Inside the House. What was that movie? When a Stranger, oh, when yeah. a Stranger Calls. And then, you know, Psycho, where she's in the shower. And yeah. then the cat jumps through the window. It's like all these different things. It's like they're trying to cram everything into like ten minutes. It's like... Unnecessary, right? It's too much coming, <clears throat> coming at. Uh, Be your own thing. You know, it's funny. It took him. What's her name? Adrian King. This was actually like I think, if I remember right, this was like the last thing that they actually filmed. She had like no idea that she was going to get killed until she got there on set. Really? And it actually took him. <laughs> funny thing is, it actually took him two days to film this. Really? Yeah. Wonder, yeah. I hope that she didn't clear well, her own schedule. There were a lot of. There was a lot of one takes. Yeah. Which I do appreciate. That's kind of cool, but it's like it'd be better if it wasn't so well, flipping boring. If there's a reason for him, like right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess to build tension. But mm-hmm. so she gets a call. It's her mom worried about her. She says, "Oh, don't worry, I'll be fine." She then goes and takes a shower for like literally ten seconds. She walks back. The phone rings again. There's no one on the phone. She sees an open window. So you're going, "Oh, here we go." These stupid fake jump scares. Mm-hmm. It's a cat. What is happening to that cat that it lurches through? This cat comes flying through the window, yes. screaking at her. Did he use like, like a catapult or something? Right. <laughs> Someone violently threw this cat through this open window. Like Mayor West's cat catapult? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or cat crossbow, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember. So, uh, an eye-rolling fake jump scare. Yeah. Right. She's holding an ice pick. It's something. Right. She then opens the fridge, and the decapitated head of Pamela Voorhees is in the fridge. So she jumps backwards right into, well, we don't see anything but the body, but it's Jason. Right. So he grabs her ice pick through the temple. That was a pretty cool effect. That was good. Mm -hmm. I could have done without everything, just get to the point where, you know, maybe I could even deal with the cat. The cat jumped through the window, and she's like, okay, are you hungry? But it definitely opens did the not fridge, jump through the window. Opens the fridge, yeah. the head's in there, she comes back, 
and boom, that's it. Yeah. You know, my, she. My question is, the head in the fridge. Right. What happens if she doesn't go to her fridge? What happens if she never? Well, eventually, you're going to go to the fridge, right? right? But how long is I he? I think. Gonna I be? think maybe he wanted to keep her his mom's head cool or something. <laughs> Preserved. Yeah. Just just for, <laughs> while he was there. You don't want him uh, to get okay, stale. Okay, that makes. Right. I wonder Maybe if he needed to borrow yeah, that is that is a good point though because mm. like okay so he snuck into her house first of all how did he get yeah. her address yeah. right okay here, here's something else that confuses me where was he hiding at right I mean this is seriously like the curtains yeah I mean it's seriously her front door where I don't even think we even see the front door her small little kitchen her tiny little bedroom and the kitchen has a almost, table on it too her almost half bathroom. Which is a full bathroom. So, what, 1,200 square feet? And then her, her scrawny little living room. Where, where was he hiding at? I don't know. The ceiling. Yeah. I guess. Was he like Spider-Man <laughs> or something? Spra sprawled <laughs> out in a corner. I didn't get that. It was like, how right, so, in heaven's name could he have been hiding at this entire time? They just, they put a lot of work into this. And I'm, see, that stuff doesn't bother me that much. Except for the fact that they put so much work seemingly into the production of this scene. Whereas, what, like Craig said, if, if they would have just said, okay, she wakes up, oh, that's our main character from the last movie. She opens the fridge, there's a, you know, or the cat scare, and then head in the fridge, and she gets killed. Well, then it's much easier to understand how Jason might have been hiding in there, right? Yeah. Right. But they put all of these one-takes in there to make sure we see the entire layout of her home. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. You know, and I didn't think about it until just now. I wonder if that head in the fridge is where Jeffrey Dahmer got his thing from. Oh. That was messed up. Yeah. He used to keep body parts and heads in the freezer and fridge. and. Oh, I know what you're talking about yeah. now. That's messed up. I thought, I thought you meant some actor. I'm like, no. I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. So, yeah. Don't get us wrong. We love these movies. Oh, but yeah. Part of the enjoyment of, of these movies is complaining about them. Important right. the uh, incontinuity. Because no one could make perfect movies except for us. Of okay. course not. Right. This is probably why it took her two days to film this. Pretty good, though. That she ended up getting uh, injured by the uh, retractable uh, ice pick thing. Mm -hmm. Ended up like kind of poking into her temple a little yes. bit. Yes! Uh -huh. I need to know these things. I need to know when actors and actresses all get hurt on set. And now we call it re retractable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It and, wasn't uh, as retractable as they'd liked. So anyway, he gets her in the, in the temple with the ice pick. The water kettle's blaring. And... He at least has the courtesy to take it off. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't burn the house down. Sure. That was nice. That was nice of him. And then we we cut to... We don't want anyone getting hurt. And we cut yeah. to an exploding <laughs> title card. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first one. The first of, of many. True. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Yeah. Didn't do that in the first one. So, just to avoid confusion, it's only a couple months later, but they are opening up a new camp out at camp or out at a uh, crystal lake it's not camp crystal lake it's, it's another camp yeah, yeah on the same lake i, th it's I think it's supposed camp. to be five years later yeah. if i remember right okay yeah five, that's right because yeah. alice was killed it's supposed to be like two months after yep. the events of the first film but then we jump ahead like another four and a half years or whatever yep and they're opening up another camp we are introduced to our horny couple of part two yep. jeff and sandra and yeah, we have very underage Sandra. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff has a yeah. has ACDC's Angus Young hat. Nice. Oh, he did. I never noticed that. <laughs> it's awesome. So he's in a pickup truck. They're driving. Yet another couple that uh, are counselors that have no idea how to get where they're trying to get to. Like you're going to be here for the whole summer and you don't even know how to get. I mean, maybe that was more common back then. Yeah. Before the days of GPS, but just like Annie in Part One, where you just show up to a town and have to ask people and hitchhike your way out to yeah. camp where you're well, going to be. Well, at least they have a truck. Right, but still doesn't seem like a lot of research going on yeah, no. before right. you accept a job at a murder camp. Yeah. He could be up from out of state. I don't know. Yeah. And, but, you know, it's um, probably one of those small towns and you don't know how to get to the camp or something. They got to the town where they had to that's get true. to. And we so, find uh, one of our first return characters we yes is Crazy Ralph is back. Crazy Ralph. So they're, they they're using... Me. They didn't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, he confronts Jeff and Sandra and, and tell, warns them away from the camp. Because... And, and they look exactly like we would look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, Very confused. Okay. Yeah. okay, crazy old guy. They call Ted. 
long story short, Ted plays a trick on him. He's the he's one of the senior counselors. He plays a trick on him, has their truck towed, so they chase their truck no, being towed all the way down this, to dude. Don't no. like him. There's I do not like this prank. It's, this is not the way it's that it's still it's still a better prank than yeah. any of the other ones in the last movie. At least what Ned did. Right. Like it, almost killing somebody mm -hmm. like that's a funny, a fairly harmless prank. Well, this yeah. funny, fairly harmless prank would have turned into a very, very violent ending for him. I would, I would have definitely hurt him. It's I hard think... to find anything funny that Ted does. Yeah, he is a very unfortunate-looking human being. Yeah, he sir, he <laughs> looks, he, he almost say? looks like Donkey off a of Shrek. <laughs> what would he, you say? He, he looks, looks like Ichabod like... Crane. Yeah. <laughs> He looks like if Ichabod Crane and Linguini from Ratatouille had a love child. <laughs> that was it. That would be that Ted from Friday the 13th Part 2. Oh, my. Yeah, so he's... Ugh. Gosh. I don't, I don't remember the 80s, so maybe this was... You know what the worst part was? He was standing there with his shorts and freaking loafers on. <laughs> yeah. Or moccasins, whatever they right. were. So they're going the rest of the way out to... The camp? Do we get the name of the camp? I can't remember. I don't remember what it's called. It's not Camp Crystal Lake, no, but it's... I think it is on the same. It is on the same yes. lake. But we find out it's like twenty yards away yeah. from yeah. <laughs> where they are. So yeah. on the way out, there's a tree running across the road. They're driving through the woods on a road through the middle of the woods. A tree has fallen over the middle of the road. They get out, and Jeff says, "How did this thing get here?" Hmm. Uh, you're in the woods. Because yeah. there's no on. such thing as dead trees right. that a, a could fall wild over. guess. But it did look like it was dragged there in position. Yeah, by the crew. <laughs> by the crew. Or by a hulking man-beast. Yeah, well, but if, even if you did, what would the point of that be? You didn't even do anything afterwards. He's trying to right. keep people out. Oh, he's yeah. giving them a chance. Yeah. Uh, Turn around. Why didn't Ralph just do that? Because Ralph's not strong enough. Okay. Ralph should have been the killer. That would have been better. Yeah, that was definitely a, a red herring from that first movie. <laughs> right, he and continued on right. into this one. Right. So, they uh, while Ted and Jeff are moving the tree, Sandra's looking around just off the road in the woods, and she finds a, a sign for Camp Crystal Lake. Mm -hmm. um, Ted gives just a tiny bit of exposition here about Oh, that's uh, Camp Blood. Yeah. Camp Blood. They're immediately like, let's go check it out. And he's like, absolutely not. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no. At least he's got a little common sense. Right. Yep. And he says, I'll tell you about it later. It's not something you want to hear about before lunch. Right. Yeah. Ugh. So then we get out to camp. We have Paul is the camp director. And this is like a training. camp counselor yeah. training yeah. center. I think he says, welcome to the training camp counselor training center i guess like an is. orientation for i guess yeah, i guess it but let's orient these mofos so we've got several counselors in training here most of them don't matter at all and we don't find anything out about we've got our tolkien minority characters but our main characters that are actually going to have any kind of role in the film we've got terry who is our Camp Hottie. Sure, mm, sure. Yes, she is. She's easy on the uh, Rocking that uh, half Mickey Mouse shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, Mickey Mouse who never looks so good. Is, I blame the 80s for the character of Scott. Oh, my gosh. And this I, was actually, I swear that was Billy D. Williams' first time I saw <laughs> this. Scott was actually um, Rick Stanton from Chopping Mall. Oh, He's in Chopping yeah, Mall. And that is, a, that is a stay tuned and a half. <laughs> that's a that, that's one we will definitely be covering. Chopping mall. Yes. Was that before or after this movie? Uh, that was after. after yeah. yeah. A few years after. Was that 1986? I think. There you go. So we're introduced to Terry jogging through the woods in the shortest shorts I've ever seen yes. before in my life. They couldn't. They could not have been more short. No. They were like denim thong. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they could have. <laughs> They covered the it, top part of her butt cheeks. That's what I was about to say. If it was any shorter, it would have been It would have been one. It was the 80s, though. So a rock hits her in the backside, and she turns around and looks, and Scott steps out from behind a tree holding a slingshot, yes. like winking at her, like this yeah, is supposed to impress her. That's not funny. That only works if you're hot, otherwise it's sexual assault. No, well, and it should be anyway, because be. he's just... <laughs> right. I don't know what his deal is, but... Hey, man, it was the 80s, man. 
I guess. That's what John Tell said. <laughs> well, how long we could just blame it I, on the eighties and not just I'm only going off by being terrible human being. <laughs> men's basketball shorts back then. Those were short. Not that short. Yeah. No. You could see you half of her butt cheeks. Yeah, I was going to say, you couldn't see their buttocks. She could have cleaned herself after going to the bathroom without taking her pants off. That's none of my business. I, it shouldn't be ours either, but it is because we're watching this movie. Let's just get back to the killing. So, please, we haven't gotten to the killing yet. That's the problem. It takes too long. <laughs> so, Paul is giving the counselors in training a long spiel about... Safety instructions. Bears and menstrual cycles. Right. (laughs) Tells them there's bears in these woods, and and contrary to what you've been told, bears are dangerous. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) Was there something going on back in the early 80s that led people to believe bears were not dangerous? Yeah, Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear is not a documentary. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, so, So no food fights. Ladies, make sure to stay clean during your menstrual cycles. No perfume. Right. Yeah, just that's a very odd thing yeah. to tell a woman to do. Wow, yeah. that's just again steer clear of bears. Ladies so, do this. Duh. Here comes our would be final girl for the movie, Jenny, and her hunker junk car. Yeah. Right, sweet sweet Jenny. She's driving a bug. Yeah, a Volkswagen Beetle. A red one for if anyone else cares. Was right. it red? No, oh, you're right. It was right. Yeah. So Paul gets mad at Jenny because she's late. She's like his assistant, so I guess she's another senior counselor. We're also introduced to Mark, who is kind of the camp macho man, but he's in a wheelchair. He's right. His legs are paralyzed. But we get like five scenes of him arm wrestling somebody. Yeah. It's like, we get it. He's strong. Right. Yeah. Vicky, who has the hots for Mark and is not subtle about it. Actually, she that is. actress, she... Uh, Actually, had a crush on the actor who played Mark. Really? But, uh, so it wasn't so much acting? Yeah. Well, she also found out he was gay also. Yeah. So it ended so up not working out. It was not. Oh, it goes sometimes. It, it was not oh. reciprocated, huh? Yeah, it was no. the 80s. Again, yeah. it was the 80s. So. Or the todays. Yep, that too. Yep. She aged really well, by the way. Yep. Good for her. Yep. Not bad. He actually died in the 80s because of the uh, epidemic. Oh, really? Yeah, the AIDS epidemic. I did not know that. Yep, he's gone. You don't even know that, do you? Look it up. Couldn't have been much worse than what happened to him in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. 95. Stop saying stuff you don't know. You're an idiot. You don't have to edit this crap. All right, so true story. He passed away in 95 because of the AIDS epidemic. You still don't know how he died. Complications. I don't want to keep editing all of this out. I'm going to make you do it. John tells no. editing. Oh, we just saw. <laughs> Did it say he died from AIDS? God, I got his head blown off. Yeah. And he also died from AIDS. So, Paul takes Jenny to have a private conversation with her about her showing up late. They're, they're... See, this is weird because then we get Jenny another time telling him that she's got a secret to tell him, something she needs to tell him. She's making weird comments about, I will never be late again. I think there's... It never says it. The girl pregnant. I think she's pregnant. Definitely implied. Right. Because Mm. a little bit later in the movie, she tells Paul, Hey, I need to talk to you about something. There's something I really need to tell you. And then she doesn't end up telling him. So they get interrupted. And then never comes back to it. It never comes up again. Yeah. We find out that Jenny is also a child psychology major. That's what she's studying in school. Her car sucks. It doesn't run very well. It breaks down. At least, hey, I will give this credit because the whole can't get the car to start when something scary is happening is such an overblown trope in horror movies. But at least this one sets it up early that her car's kind of junk and doesn't run very well. So I'll I'll give it credit for that. But remember, her child psychology... Yes. Major, that comes into play mm-hmm. as, as the movie goes on. We then get this campfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's so they're a pretty sitting good around. story. Yeah, campfire that night. Paul gives a good story. He says, I want to set the record straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake. He doesn't say anything about his mom, does he? I don't know. Well, I, 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 he I think he Yeah, yeah, I think he does. just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Or he said say, that, that he thinks, you know, Because he, he also mentions her. that uh, Alice went missing also. I think that's right. what he said. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. But yeah, he gives a good recap, which again. Would have sufficed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nullifies the need for 
the 15 minute recap at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Ted then jumps out of the woods wearing a scary mask and a spear, a loincloth. Again, <laughs> that actually would have got him pushed into the, to that campfire. <laughs> you know what? He, 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 he would have made you run away. No, no not, uh, I would have been in fight mode, not flight at that point. I, I'm in the woods. I'm already out of my element. <laughs> Ted is just, yeah. I will set you away. He just looks just obnoxious. It's just yeah. like... Uh. He seems he seems well-meaning, but I think he's just, I don't know. Like Ned in the last movie, he yeah. just seemed like a D-bag. Yeah. Just an idiot. Right. But then, then this guy, he seems like just going off of the toe prank. Would I have been upset about that? Yes. But no one's lives were in jeopardy because of it. You know? That's mm. funny. Yeah. I would have been pissed. But it was funny. I just can't get over what Ted looks like. Yeah, I know. I'm it's sorry. Just, he just... It just... I don't mean to judge a book by its cover, but he is the scariest looking character in a movie that includes a mongoloid psychotic serial <laughs> killer. Yes. Yeah, that's sloth, lived in the woods from for the 20 years. looking person. Yeah. So after this, they go inside. They bed down for the night. The next day, they... No, oh, no, yeah. no. This is where... Crazy. Jenny, yeah, Jenny's in her cabin, right. and then yeah, Paul right. scares her and yeah. does all right. this. This is where Jenny makes some kind of mention about the secret that doesn't right. She's matter. got something right. she's got to tell him. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So we've got Crazy Ralph who's snooping around the camp, spying on people. He's Peep. a peeping tom. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, he gets. Well, not one of these kids ran into my car. <laughs> He's hiding behind a tree. And all of a sudden, barbed wire drops down and chokes him out. Ugh. Yeah, he gets garroted with barbed wire by Jason. Yeah, the physics. If to you this, get a choice, not the way to go. Yeah. yeah, the physics to this does not make sense because all of a sudden Jason's either somehow hanging on there or he grew like. Jason would have had to been standing behind the tree, holding the barbed wire up high. Yeah. In which case, how did Ralph? I don't know. I did. It is what it I is. <laughs> like it's not like he came up behind the tree. And yeah. threw the wire around his neck. Like, it literally just drops down yeah. from above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Crazy Ralph's gone. Our killer's definitely not Crazy Ralph. Yeah. If anyone was still it, holding out hope. The Dick so, Van Dyke. Killer bingo. Crazy Ralph is off the board. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Anyone else, like, sad to see Crazy Ralph go? No. No, not yeah. at all. Dude was a creep. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry, a lot of was, love like, lost. It was, like, okay at first. But then I was just like, you're just annoying. Yeah. And then. Um, the next, so then we go to the next day. The counselors in training are, what, down at the lake? Yeah, they're down at the lake just kind of yeah. playing around. I thought there was going to be like a, a lifeguard type thing. Yeah. I don't know. But it, I th- they're just messing around. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I think, I think before then they were walking in the woods because we know we see the POV shot and then the dog or something that's there with them ends up walking up to a. Oh, Muffin's feet. Yeah, Muffin. Whatever kind of dog it was. Right, that's probably not going to end well for Muffin. Probably not. No. No, they they are, this is, uh, we do find out that they are right next to the old Camp Crystal Lake, though, because Mm -hmm. Jeff and Sandra, Sandra in particular, really wants to go see the old Camp Crystal Lake where where the murders happened, and Jeff is reluctant to do so, but Sandra finally talks him into it. Um, so they sneak off so they can, um... Go find where the old camp is at. Yeah, and the the path they take, I guess they just didn't have that big of a set to work with. They head off to the right along the beach, and mm. then they cut into the woods, and then they go back parallel to the beach, and then they end up finding the entrance right. to Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. So it, it really wasn't that far. Right. And my, my thing... And they also find a, like a dead, what looks like dead muffin corpse. Yeah. They're... Yeah, yeah, they I find it. it like, that was. It's a it's a small dead animal. I thought it was a dog. Yeah, it resembled yeah. that. It did. Dog. If it's not, and that kind of makes you you think, what other, <laughs> who else would have a small dog like that? Right. We see. We do see Jason stalking them, but when they do get caught, it's by a police officer. Right. Who brings them in for trespassing? Yes, love this guy. So he takes them back to Paul, uh, back at their camp, is mad at Paul, telling him, hey, if I catch kids out there again, I'm going to have to take them in. They end up, he ends up telling Paul, you know, it's been 20 years and... It's been quiet. It's been quiet, right. I don't want to start anything up again. Right. So after he leaves, as he's driving back, 
away from the camp through the woods, he sees Jason dart across the road right. and disappear into the woods. So he, not realizing who it is, he thinks. I think he thinks it's another one of the counselors. And I think he thinks and this he's... is another fun bit where he's he's running through the woods after Jason, mm-hmm. right? And he goes across. He splashes through the puddle yeah. with a rock in it, mm-hmm. and then he comes back and he's like. You know, he's panting because yeah. he's, he's old, fat, and out of shape, you know, like mm-hmm. like all of us are. When he's stopping and panting, it's at the exact same puddle with the rock in it. <laughs> <laughs> I never know. I, know. I didn't yeah, know I've seen this puddle before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know if he's lost, but I imagine if he's been doing that for 20 years, he probably knows those woods pretty well. Right. But, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, this actor was way too into this running through the woods scene. Yeah. I think well, he I was really watch. trying to convince the audience that he's a... Uh, top-notch like man method. of the forest. Yeah. yeah, method acting at its finest. Okay, wait, I got, I got a what? Hang on, hang on, give, give me, give me an hour. <laughs> Hold on, I need to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he ends up finding, finding what we find out is Jason's cabin in the middle of the woods. Oh, yeah, he comes across the shack. Yeah. Man, this place. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. This is a shack, it isn't is. it? Yeah. It looks like it was toward like pieces of of Camp Crystal Lake cabins that were torn apart yeah. and put together. Patchwork. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like porta pots are in there too. I will give them credit. This is how I would envision a house built by Jason. Boyle. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. The home edition. Right. <laughs> the patch cabin. So he walks inside. Can you imagine how bad that place would smell? Really bad. And we. Is this the one where we actually get to see where Jason takes a crap? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's he a has a toilet. There. there is a porcelain toilet. I, I don't yeah. know how he's flushing, but that toilet's clean. Oh, he should have. If he would have opened that door and Jason was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> dropping a deuce. <laughs> you just hear Chris splush. Yeah. <laughs> machete's just laying across his lap. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have had that dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, man. Something was wrong with that dog. Yeah, I was going to say, he must he must dump that thing or something. I don't know how he, he could have done it. He just dumps it out the window like like the cut scene from Dumb and Dumber. Yes. <laughs> that's horrible. That's oh. so gross. Oh. wonder how he cleans it then. With his hand. No, then, he had to use something. He had to use something else. Well, I'm sure I'm sure there's scrub brushes around there somewhere. His yeah, mask. I guess so. Oh yeah, his mask. Oh yeah. yeah. So his sackcloth mask. Right. And we, right. we find out later, but that's what it is. That's what the one hole is for. See, I thought it was there's only one hole in his mask. Yeah. So I was thinking that he heard he start he's cutting two holes and then he got busy or he heard something happen and he's like he's like, Oh, I don't have time. I I, I gotta go. You know? He sticks one finger through the through the hole, the eye hole, and then he just spins the cloth around to clean his toilet. That's right? disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason, yeah, we are two movies in now, and we still have not seen the iconic hockey mask. Nope. When you think of Jason Voorhees, honestly, when you think of Friday the Thirteenth, that's yeah, the, the first, first thing I think, you think of, of a hockey mask. Is that we go, or a machete? Yep. We are two movies in, and we have not seen the hockey mask. Jason wears a mask in this installment, but it is—it's just a like a. Sackcloth. Yeah. Right. I think they said like the costume designer came up with that just because it's just something he had to grab really quick right. or something like that. I mean, as, the, as that character anyway. Well, it was holding my potatoes, but yeah. that's all right. We're having stupid improvising. So the police officers look snooping around Jason's home. Yeah. He opens up a door to a room. We don't see what he sees. But he is not happy about what he sees. He doesn't seem super excited about no. it. Did he find a meth lab? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> then he gets the hammer. I bet it was a meth lab. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's cooking meth. Yep. Yep. Some yep. sort of weird snuff so Jason, going on in there. It's yeah. a Breaking Bad edition. I don't want any of what he's making. Jason, he's already broke bad. <laughs> J- Jason sneaks up behind him with a hammer and goes hammer claw to the back of the head. Yeah. He buries that sucker deep. Yeah, he yeah. did. Ouch. And yeah. it looked painful. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, that's not going to kill you instantly. No. Yeah. You're going to feel that. Right, yeah. you would have thought he that owed guy, him money or something. Yeah, that guy's reaction to that was really good, too. It sounds like yeah. a uh, yeah, personal was. story, John Tell. Can I see the back of your head, John Tell? Jason the Lone Shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, I would not borrow money from him. No way. No. Nope. Uh, uh, uh. Not even a quarter. No. I'll find one on the ground. I'm gonna kill you and Smokey. <laughs> so we go back to the camp and we are we're getting ready to set ourselves up for pretty much the duration of what everybody wants to see in this movie. So as they're finishing up dinner, Paul tells the counselors, "Hey, you know this is the last night of fun." So anyone who would like to go, we're going to go into town. This is your last chance to get away from the camp for a little while, have a good time, or you're welcome to stay here if you'd rather stay here. So most everybody leaves to go into town. Let's see, who stays behind? Mark and Vicky stay behind. Mm -hmm. Terry stays behind because her dog is missing. Right. Jeff and Sandra. Right, so Scott so decides to stay behind because he's a pervert. And wants to stalk Terry some more. Um, Jeff and Sandra want to go into town, but as punishment for not following the rules and trying to sneak off to find Camp Crystal Lake, Paul tells them they need to stay behind and clean up. So uh, everybody else, including Paul and Jenny, leave to go into town. And so that pretty much sets us up with these six characters that stay out at the camp for the evening. So essentially, they split up, people go into town, and everybody stays out of camp, stays there to die. Right. Lambs to the slaughter. Yep. Yeah. So the others ne'er return? Would you come back yeah. if you heard what happened? I didn't see the other black dude come back. No, I, I wouldn't have <laughs> Yeah, we do have, a, we do have some minority characters, and they all, they all go into town. So yeah. No, no. One guy's like, hey, I know I was just going to go. I'm going into town. Yep. No gracias. Right, so we've got Mark arm wrestling again. I guess if you're in a wheelchair, that's kind of all you can do. Yeah. Huh? I don't actually arms. mean that, but apparently that's what this movie's trying to tell right, us because yeah. Mark does a lot of arm wrestling. He does. Oh, yeah. And he is good at it. Right, so he beats Jeff in arm wrestling. Vicky is just all raring to go at this point. Oh, yeah. She is she's drooling. Right. Mm -hmm. Terry's out looking for a dog. We get this is see this little things that piss me off. We get a POV shot of something or someone's point of view watching Terry look for her dog. Right. Terry s looks right into the camera. Which, oh, yeah. which we are to understand is our killer. Right, because a POV shot means you're looking through the eyes of a person, which mm. right. in these movies is always the killer. So Terry looks across, I don't know, 20 yards away into some trees, and she's looking directly into the camera, which is a yeah. POV shot, and she's going, Muffin? Yeah. First of all, if you want to try to make the argument that this is not a POV shot, well, then her eye line is completely off because she exactly. wouldn't be looking this high and thinking right. she's seeing her tiny dog. Yeah. And I don't know how you can make that excuse because this is definitely a POV shot. Yeah. So how is she looking at what would be Jason? I have no idea. <laughs> thinking it's her dog. No idea. No idea. Um, I know this sounds nitpicky, but when you're making a movie... There's a lot of talk and decision that goes into each shot and how we're going to shoot right. and how we're going to frame. There was never a time where this came up of like, well, wait a second. If she's looking right at the camera, doesn't that make it weird that she thinks she's seeing her dog, especially since we're establishing this as a POV shot? Pardon me. That would be a conversation that would happen. They turned in, in a, a rough draft. Right. Is what they did. They turned right. in a rough draft. Like, they had substance there, but then they didn't really go back over it and, like, really mold it into... Like what it could have been. Right. What Again, as the been. casual moviegoer, it seems like it doesn't matter. But if, if you right. have watched enough movies and know enough about filmmaking to understand how this stuff works, that's very troublesome. I don't understand why that happened the way that it did. No. I can't think of it. That's that. an issue to me. Moving on. Jeff and Sandra, they go off to their room. For some alone time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, Vicky and Mark. Mark's just not getting. I don't know if he's getting the hint or if he's just playing hard to get or what's happening. Like yeah, because she's not being subtle. No, not yeah. even a little. Mark is a well, homosexual. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> not in this movie. He's not. He's an actor, John Tell. So Vicky goes back to her room to freshen up, I guess. Yeah. 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 And this is weird. She's spraying lady body spray, sprays it all, and then she sprays around her growing area. Yeah. And I was waiting for her to go. Oh, it burns! <laughs> <laughs> that should burn, right? It should. Yes. Okay, like, I'm like anything oh. alcohol-based yeah, around yeah, that area it burns. Burn. I'm like, oh, <laughs> because she didn't do that. 
And why know. were her panties brown? Like, <laughs> those were her. Those were her go-to panties. Those are her, those are her yeah. lucky panties. Uh, you were trying to. This is what you did. It was already hard to get the handicapped boy, yeah. Mark. That's his name. Yeah. It's already hard to get him to come around, and then like to really seduce him, you put on your brown lingerie. <laughs> those are green her. Those are her. Her, page her special panties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Vicky, Vicky Secrets. Yes, Vicky Secrets. Vicky don't, Vicky don't tell nobody. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the redneck Victoria's Secret, right? Vicky Secrets. <laughs> we we don't want to know any of Vicky's secrets. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> right. Nothing says romance like the color brown. That's right. <laughs> we didn't know what's the secret about her where she was spraying at. Unless they're that's edible. Right, unless yeah. they're like an edible panty, like chocolate. chocolate. There no. you go. Yeah. yeah. That was chocolate not bad. Oh, yeah. But that was not bad. Yeah. We Chocol know that that was those not are, bad. Those are those licorice panties. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, that's disgusting. Well, yeah, that, that wouldn't make sense because those would smell really bad out in the heat after a while. Mushroom flavored. Uh, they're all gross. <laughs> they're all sticky. You imagine, you imagine you fall asleep. Oh. You imagine you fall asleep with those on. You wake up and they're like stuck to you. Oh, <laughs> you have to peel them off. Oh, putty knife. <laughs> a putty knife and a pair of scissors. <laughs> Happy hunting. And some warm salt water. Uh, that's all right. So the next part. Okay, this is where we get to. Uh, and a blow dryer. <laughs> Got to apply heat. And a whole, a whole bunch of gooby gone. <laughs> or WD-40. <laughs> oh, that didn't turn out the way we wanted. It must have been in the outtakes. <laughs> well, well, they did have to uh, edit out only 48 seconds of this movie to get an R rating. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was heading for an X rating. Yeah. So we get we pick up Jeff and Sandra basically oh, yeah. uh, post coitus. Turns out the way that they kept this scene so PG PG thirteen was because the actress that played Sandra was actually underage when they were filming this movie. Do you what? think they knew that before they would they, have they to? Right? They, they found out about oh. it. Oh, yeah. so yeah, so that's when you say but you're a, fired. Yeah, but but, but but as a parent, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to let your kid do in a film? Not that. Yeah. No. Gosh. Getting her killed is fine. Everything else is a no-no. Right. She was a... Uh... Because movie deaths are awesome. I think it'd be awesome to be in a movie where I got killed off. Oh, yeah. She was stacked like she was 18, though. <laughs> I would say that. God. You would say that. <laughs> Tell me one other Look thing for about ID, her character, John Tell. One other thing. What color were her eyes? What color was her hair? It was in high definition or 4K back then, so I would have to say with the graininess, hazel, maybe a dirty blonde, dishwater blonde. So. Or brown. So Jason comes in while they're laying in bed together. This was a cool kill. That was good. So he's yeah. got a spear. So he takes the spear that Ted used earlier to scare everybody during Around the, the camp campfire. Yep. Yeah. Must have been a real spear. I guess so. Because he goes shish kebab with Jeff and Sandra through the bed. Sort of a homage to the first film. Oh, yeah. Went up through the bed into Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Right. Jeff doesn't even see it coming. Sandra does, right? But it's too late. So he goes through both of them, through the bed, and into the floor. That hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about Terry and Scott. Cooper. Right. During this, I may be getting some of this out of order, yeah, but it all kind of happens in and around the same time. So Terry is out still looking for her dog. And apparently decides to get naked. Yeah, I'm just the you know what. The best way to look for a dog is to strip down and go skinny dip. Right. Yeah. What? I can think better if I'm right. stark naked in the middle of the lake. That made no sense. So she strips down. Of course, Scott, who's been stalking her, after she's out in the water, comes out and takes her clothes. What's he say? Are you looking for these? Yeah. So she gets back out of the water. So now she's naked. He has her clothes, and he's. Just, ugh. I mean, he's, he's like a, a pervert. Yeah. yeah, he's like a frat boy, but like usually what makes that not acceptable, but more it's... understandable behavior is that you're impressing your bros, right? Right. You're, mm -hmm. you're being There's funny. There's no one else around. Right. right. Like you're so simply like... doing this just to her with very clear intent of why you're doing it. Right. Like is, is this, does it, this work? It's a, uh, he's, he's like a He's a, a combination of a... Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, that's funny. 
He's the human embodiment of Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So Scott ends up stepping in one of those. I don't even know what these are or how these are even possible, but I see them all the time. You step in a... It's a snare. Yeah. Is that what those are called? trap. Right, so is that, a rope is that, that, ha- that is lassoed into a hole. You step in the hole, oh. and it grabs around your leg and pulls you up into right. a tree. How does, that, how does that even work? It's, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to set up, especially a big one. Mm-hmm. Like a small one's pretty easy, mm-hmm. but a big one like that. Well, I mean, I can understand is, the concept of how it would tighten right. around you, but like these things lift it's, people off the ground and right. they hang by their leg. Well, what it is, so is it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like you have this tree branch pulled down, you put the lasso in it, or the, the snare, right? And then there's something holding the snare in place. Okay. Just enough that it won't flip off, yeah. right? So then as soon as someone steps in or around the snare, it releases whatever's holding the snare, and you go flying. It pulls you like a lasso, goes around your leg, and yanks you up. I gotta see that in yeah. on YouTube. So apparently Jason set this up. Yeah, because he's a, he's a sure. tactical genius. Right. Scott is now suspended upside down from the tree. Terry basically tells him, oh yeah, serves you right. I ought to just leave you here or something. So he says, no, cut me down. Yeah, she definitely should. So she goes to get something to cut him down with. When she leaves, Jason comes out and Scott ends up getting our first machete kill. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. I knew this was going to happen. Our first Jason machete kill. Yes. I knew as soon as that girl walked off, to wherever she said she was going to, he was not going. She was oh, I'm sure to... every single person who watched this film. <laughs> I would have been like, no, thing. no, 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 you're not leaving. You are not leaving. You're not going anywhere until I'm down. <laughs> Climb up my leg and start gnawing like well, a squirrel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, please. So well, he just slits his throat. Yeah. Rap yeah, J- so Jason slits his throat with a machete. See a better kill here, and they got better at these kills as the series goes on, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, It'll be yeah. for Jason to just go pinata with a <laughs> yeah. machete. Just start swinging at him like a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Boy, that'd have been brutal. This was pretty clean. So, Mark, who's waiting on Vicky while she's getting herself ready. I guess. He's sitting on the porch outside the main cabin. Because he heard a noise. Right. Thinks it's Vicky. He's looking around. Isn't it like um, pouring down rain at this point? Yeah. Yeah, it's started to rain at this point. So we get a POV shot coming up behind Mark's wheelchair. And then finally the machete comes swinging in from the side right across Mark's face. In yeah. the face. In the direction that there's no way he couldn't have seen him. Yeah, I mean, no. it shows a POV right. shot from the back. We see him up front, show him from the back again. There's nothing it's there. Just like, it's like, what? What was he going to do even if he did see it? Arm wrestle him. Yeah. yeah. He has no legs. Wait, 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 wait. He's not going to be Arm a wrestling. Like, like, <laughs> yes. Arm up. <laughs> That's only half of this kill. Oh, yeah. I'm not insensitive to people with handicap or people that have handicaps. I just don't like how macho that this guy was trying to be. you got to flaunt what you got. So he goes <laughs> rolling backwards Tell me what happened. with a machete in his face. Hilariously. Yeah. So he ends. I don't know where this staircase comes I from, but it's... I, the only thing I can think is it's going down to the beach. That's the only thing I can think. It's like but there's like 50, 50 stairs. 60 stairs, yeah. And he's his wheelchair wheels down every one of these stairs. And that was an actual stunt. I don't think he did it. I don't think this actor did it. But it was an actual stunt. Yes. I don't know why. You could have just put a dummy in there. And it never flipped, did it? No. They needed to have like some circus music playing. Those stairs look like the stairs that you go up to like a temple, like one of those Aztec temples or something. There was that many stairs. That was a heart-ripping temple yeah. set of stairs. That's oh. what I mean. Obviously, it would have made more sense if he just went down those stairs that went up to that porch. Yeah. So about this but. time, we cut back to the bar. I think the only people we see is Ted and Paul and Jenny. Yeah, Ted and Paul and Jenny. And Ted is just drinking himself under the table. He's, he's I don't he's like probably him got, at all. Probably got a dozen empties in front of him. And if you were that ugly, that's about the you only may thing as, you, you yeah. may as well. That's a good point. And there's usually a mirror behind the bar, so he's just sitting there just staring at... Looking at himself yeah. and drinking until oh he doesn't... Oh, God. <laughs> I would have paid the bartender to take it down. I'm going to drink until that reflection is handsome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's exactly what... <laughs> So, Ginny is very interested in the Jason Voorhees 
story. And this is where logistically nothing makes sense in these movies anymore. Jenny, who, again, we've already learned, has a or is going to school background in right. child psychology, right? She's studying child psychology in school. So she's very interested in this idea of Pamela Voorhees killing people over the loss of her son. Do they know at this point, does Jenny and Paul, do they know that Jason is still alive? I don't think so. I think, I, think, I, think, yeah. I think it's just Alice's death is just chalked up as a coincidence. Right, but I it's just... unrelated. I, I'm asking because she's talking a lot about how hard it would be for Jason, or was she talking about Pamela? I think she's talking about Jason. She's talking about Jason and, and how hard it was. She said, we don't know he could have seen her be killed on the beach from the woods. Yeah. Right, but why is she? Why is there? There's no. I think this assumption. fuels. I think this fuels the theory that she's pregnant and that she's thinking. I think you're right. Yeah, that she's thinking maternally. Right. I think they do mention Alice going missing, and that couldn't have been a coincidence. And right. And you know, she. And <laughs> I think she even says something like, "Just think about he might have saw like the whole his mom getting decapitated and all that stuff." And right. some. I guess I just. Some, I think she says something like a big retard out there or something like that waiting for us out there. Be a frightened retard, which I mean is, you know, I know that's not exactly PC nowadays, but that's what she said. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the 80s. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think there's something else that doesn't make sense. Pam's killing everyone because of the love of her son, right? Because he supposedly died. Yeah. Yeah, if she's mad, so she's killing everyone because of her son drowning her loss and grief over her son dying her son who saw her do this and get killed for doing this is now what set him on the path that's sort of just said, hey mom i'm not dead right. it just come out psych i learned how to yeah. swim right this is what is well known as the friday the 13th paradox yeah. i like that yeah it's pretty apropos so Jason is killing people because of the guilt and grief he feels over seeing his mother killed, who was killed as a result of her killing others because of her son dying. Right. Makes sense to me. Yep. And so. my brain just flipped off. So it's like a snake <laughs> yeah. eating itself. Right. Yeah. 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 Oros Boros. Yeah. Spanish. Latin. So Jenny and Paul leave Ted at the bar, and they said, as soon as the bar closes, you come back. And Ted's like, okay. Or he's like, okay, boss. But, uh, yeah. And then as soon as they leave, he turns around to one of the other petitioners and says, hey, is there any after-hour places around here? So anyway, we cut back to Jenny and Paul, and it's just basically a monsoon outside now. Just coming down like cats and dogs. Right. Oh, uh, uh, Vicky is the only one that we haven't. Yes, she killed you're yet. right. So, Sorry. About, no, about this time, though, so she goes upstairs because she can't find Mark because he's 75 the feet below them now. <laughs> yeah. So she goes up to look for Jeff and Sandra. She goes into the room. She can see someone in the bed. Does she see blood in the bed? I don't no. think so, not no. yet. This is right. a sheet cover. So as she's walking up to the bed, Jason sits up out of the bed. Apparently he decided to take a nap next to Sandra's dead body. That was a good shot. So this is the first time that we see him in his mask, in his sackcloth. This is the first time we see him at all, yeah. So she backs up. She sees Jeff's dead body behind the door. She pretty much just gives herself up for dead at this point because we have a slow... I think he hits her on the leg or something. Yeah, slices her with a knife. And then we get a a slow POV shot of Jason holding up the knife and slowly approaching her. With a bruised thumbnail. Yeah, that's pretty noticeable. I always notice that for some reason. I mean, he he probably smacked it while he was building his cabin. I bet it was with the same hammer that he used to kill the officer. Or or after he... uh, after he dumped his toilet, he set the toilet right down on his thumb. Oh, I hate when that <laughs> That's the worst. It is. Ah, I hate I'm it. I'm sure it's happened to all of us. So he, kills, so he kills Vicky. She gets yeah. stabbed off screen. Then we get Paul and Jenny coming back to the camp. They come into the main cabin, which is a mess and bloody. None of the steps are bloody after we see a body pulled down. I'm assuming right. Sanders. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so they go upstairs to the counselor's quarters and find the bed covered in blood, which was Jeff and Sanders. Paul there. says, I told them to clean up clean. after their menstrual cycles. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Ugh. laughs> so they don't seem to be nearly as concerned as I would be at this point because I wouldn't still be in there. Yeah, nope. No, because no. they're just kind of looking around for clues like yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, the power's out, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I guess the breaker box is in their bedroom. That's, where, that's what they're doing, right? Yeah, because doesn't and Jenny say, 
they would not have left this like this. Right, because she knows them so well. Right. And, just, uh, you've right. just met them today, and two of them have already gotten in trouble for sneaking to the one place you told them not to go. Yeah. Right. And Jason pops up from the corner of the room and attacks Paul, uh, and there's right. kind of a but. tuss. And I like how Jenny knows before... Attacks, right. but doesn't right. do exactly. much to yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I think it was like somebody in this room. Child psychology, right? Census. Paul, there's somebody in this room. Yeah, John Tell was not happy about her. Uh... And she's just going, Paul, Paul, right. while they're fighting, instead of like pushing Jason or Paul, Paul, right. Paul. And there was nothing really to be done on her end, or wait, the lack that she wanted to do for Paul, so results in his death. So her, or his death is on her hands. So I guess at the end of the tussle, Paul gets knocked out. Right. Jason goes after Jenny at this point. Right. Well, so Jenny she takes gets off another chance the, uh, to try to redeem herself. And this chase scene is actually pretty good. I liked it. So she goes outside. She gets in her car. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She gets in her car. Won't um, start. Won't start. Right. Jason. Because horror movies got a horror. Right. Jason pops up next to the window. And he like stabbed a uh, pitchfork. Yeah, he ends up on the roof, roof. Like yeah. trying to stab through the roof with a pitchfork. Through the passenger so. side. Right. Yeah. She ends up kicking the door open and knocking him over. She runs out into the woods. Jason's following. She's hiding behind a tree. She jumps out and just kicks him right in the nuts. Yep. This chase scene's like a dream-like. Where it's just kind of flashing back and forth. Like a, a fade cut, you yeah. know, back and forth. Where you see him running with the pitchfork, and then she's running. Mm -hmm. And then you see him running, and it's just like kind of back and forth. It felt like a dream, like a nightmare. Yeah, that was pretty trippy the first time I saw it. Yeah, I did like that. She runs to the cabin, you know, past the puddle with the rock in it. <laughs> and finds Jason's cabin. No, she ends up, let's back up for a minute. She okay. ends up back in the cabin at one point. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, so she, uh, no, it's okay. She jumps out, yeah, so Jason's looking for her. Ends up finding her in the pantry or in the closet. Yes. She has a chainsaw. Yes, she does. Oh, yeah. And so this is another frustrating moment of... Yeah, yeah. you're not starting those things up. Right. <laughs> no. Right, but she does. And yep. what, she hit him in the shoulder? I think so. I think she, she hit him. It's in there. In the shoulder or on the leg? I think it's on the leg. He falls over or something. I don't remember. It was the shoulder. Was it the shoulder? Yeah. Okay. Peter's right. But anyway, so... Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the chainsaw dies, and she's yanking on it, trying to start it again, and it won't start, so she just tosses it and runs. Yeah, you can still do some damage to somebody with a chainsaw that's not running. Yeah. Yeah. Smack them in the head. Throw it at them. Well, I don't throw. We have no reason to let go of it. Knock them off balance and Just start overhead swinging. Yeah, that's true. It's still got saw blades on it. Sure. So then I think she ends up... Run it across Back the out skin. This the was the, the, the dreamlike sequence where they're running. Right. And then she ends up at she the ends cabin. Up running, yeah. And yep. she goes up at, to the cabin. She ends up at Jason's. Yeah, right? Jason's cabin. She ends up at Jason's like, health shack. Help! It's like, does this look like any place that would have a phone? <laughs> right. Does this look like any place that would even have help? No. Or some, no. Hobo, no. some hobo hillbilly lives out there with a gun at right. least. But there is that cool shot. I think you pointed out when we were watching it. So she goes in. Yes, right. she that goes cool. into the shack. She's kind of sort of looking around. And then we see, this is just a really good yeah. shot. Mm -hmm. Over her shoulder, the window, right. we see Jason running up right. from outside. Mm -hmm. He's arrived. You did not just go in my cabin. Right. right. That is trespassing. <laughs> right. So she locks the door as best as she can. She ends up going and looking into the room that the officer did right before right. he went hammer time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we see what he saw, which is now what Jenny's saying, and it's a... Shrine. Right. Oh, my goodness. It is Pamela Voorhees' head laying on a table with her sweater spread out over the table, and there's dead bodies yeah. around it. Yeah, that's right. so messed up. I think yeah. if you look... Very artsy. And they mentioned this, the, uh, I think the dead body of Alice is laying there, too. It's kind of decaying or oh, something. Oh, I never and, noticed that before until oh. I looked that up the other day. And Terry's there for whatever reason. I guess she died of fright or yeah, something. Because you never saw what happened to her. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't mention that. But then because it was pointless. But yeah. <laughs> when Scott gets his throat slit, Terry comes back to cut him down finally. But he's already been killed. Right. When she sees that, she freaks out. She turns and runs towards the camera. And she screams really loud. And that's it. And right. we don't see her again until she's laying on the ground here, apparently dead. And that's another beef I have with this movie is they don't linger on the shots, like of the kills, like they do in the first one. I think it's because the first one had Tom Savini, and he was all about the gore. 
right. And but then this one, I don't know if it just didn't look good, but they don't hardly linger on the shots long enough for even the music cue to end before it cuts yeah. away from. Right. It. And my thing is, if you're making a movie about people being killed by, we need like, to see it. We need to know what happens to them. That's right. the whole reason people are going yep. to the movie. It sounds Curious. demented, but it's yeah, true. Right. right. If you're a fan of Show horror like movies, a, you know exactly yeah. what we're Show talking like about. Like a noose around her neck or a knife or axe or anything yeah like i mean get her. a get a fake axe and, yeah exactly you don't so, you don't even have to be or, creative or, with or, it or you know right. like a tire marks on and, her face or something <laughs> or just and that's anything. the thing is is the gore effects in this aren't bad but they just don't well that, and that's as yeah. and that's as simple right. as just yeah have a, a knife sticking out of her chest like something yeah just any so anyway jason not only has a front door but he has a door to this shrine room and she Puts what like a some kind of stick there to hold it shut. Yeah, she just yeah, temporarily yeah. right. She gets the idea through her child psychology background or training to try to impersonate the mother. Mm-hmm. And so, so she, she puts on that nasty, bloody, oh, visceral covered that sweater would be that belonged to stinky. Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. Pulled her hair back, and by that time, Jason's getting through, and she just starts yelling at Jason. Right. When he comes in, she says, Jason, she's trying to impersonate Pamela. And so she's talking to Jason like she's his mother. So Jason's confused, but he has stopped at this point and he's looking at her. And we kind of see this in and out cut of Betsy Palmer, the actress that played Pamela in part Mm -hmm. one, to where what Jenny's saying is kind of being interpreted by Jason. Jason is seeing it as his actual mother saying it. Right. So what Jenny's trying to do is actually working. Right. So she tells him, you've done a good job, it's over, you don't need to do it anymore, just kneel here in front of me, and she's taking... I got a surprise for you or yeah, something. He has a machete, and so she's going to kill him. Right. So she raises it up over her head. When she does that, Jason looks up one more time and sees his mother's decapitated head on the table behind Jenny. So at that point, illusion's over. Yeah, right. He realizes Oh, yeah. and uh, by the way, on. that was a real head, and I'll tell you why at the end. Okay. And so he stops her. He ends up cutting her in the leg pretty bad, I think. Mm-hmm. He's got like a pickaxe. Yeah. Yeah. Femoral artery. And um, Paul somehow Machina right. shows up. Yeah. Comes back and distracts Jason just long enough for, for her to, right. to, to redeem herself. Right. And cuts right through his shoulder. Oh, she buries that thing. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. it's, it's a good six, eight inches into mm-hmm. his shoulder. That's through his trapezius and his clavicle. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Was just, that was cool. Yeah, I was just like, it was... Usually it's like stabbing uh, him right in the heart or chopping the his head off. And right there. It's and like, that yep. kills him, I guess. Right. Well, he yeah. Hit, yeah, he hits the ground. Like, why you're right. not... Phalanges. Man, if that's me, I'm swinging I'm that thing yep. until my arms are tired. Yep. <laughs> so well, Paul, technically, wouldn't that have killed you? Oh, well, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. But still, you're not... I'm going to the hospital. This is back then. You're not thinking least. like... Oh, I've seen all these other movies, so... I think just out of instinct, I'm... That's one of those. You're going one of two places or both. Either the hospital and or the morgue. Yes. Paul takes off Jason's sackcloth. Right. Right. They get to see him, but the audience doesn't. So Paul and Jenny, they make it back to the the cabin. Yeah, he's like, like, oh my lord. Oh, gosh. And uh, he just kind of says it all. Paul and Jenny, they make it back to the cabin, and they're kind of starting to tend to Jenny's wounds, and they hear a knock at the door, and they kind of embrace themselves. And Paul goes to check the door. Uh, he gives Jenny the broken pitchfork. Yes. He gives her the business end of it, and he takes the stick. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm the one opening the door. Right. I'm taking the spikes. To her defense, she is kind of useless as far as using her like at that point. Right. So. Yeah, but she's I got like get it, but... Scarlet Witch powers apparently. <laughs> yeah. 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 Be Scarlet more. Witch child psychology powers. Yeah, there you go. Be more. So they, all this tension's building up, the music is swelling, and they open the door, and it's Muffin the dog. Hey, Muffin. Oh, which I forgot about that. In dog. my mind, that would have been a setup right there. Yep. I'm like, nope, and this dog's not coming in. Muffin was the killer? Yes. <laughs> he so, was behind the whole thing. Sketchy. So then what happens, John Tell? Jason busts in the side like the Kool-Aid man. Going, yeah, oh, yeah, right. First through the window, oh, yeah. right behind Jenny. Right yeah. behind Jenny. Yeah, yeah, right behind Jenny. And grabs her, grabs her in slow motion, revealing what he looks like. Something between the Toxic Avenger and Wrong Turn. And <laughs> yeah. flash cut to Jenny being wheeled away on a gurney, asking for Paul. Yeah, this it's was like, a very what? clear example of, yeah. hey guys, we are out of time and we are out of money. we got to wrap ideas. this thing up. Yeah. And we see the ambulance take off. We go back to Jason's cabin. Zoom in on Pamela Voorhees' yeah, he's head. He's a rave. 
and <laughs> cut the credits. That's the end. Oh, there and there's something about that, and then there is something about that head. That was actually somebody's head. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like underneath a table or whatever that right. was. They put the makeup on it. What they originally wanted to do was right there at the end was see her eyes open up, giving us like a smi smirk kind of. Huh. I'm the director they... thought that was like really like way too hokey, which yeah, it would have been. Would've, yeah, but... I'm, I'm really glad they didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. So what happened to Paul, John Pell? What are my thoughts on Paul? He right. What happened to Paul? What? Hey, here's another what question. What do you think happened? Let's rephrase Cause, that cause it went question. John Pell, from... what would you have done if that happened? He knew that girl was pregnant the whole time. He did. He got out of that situation. He went. He paid off Jason. It right. went from. It went from. You Jason never saw me. Jason the hillbilly yanking Jenny out in slow motion to her being on a gurney. What happened to Paul? Paul took advantage of that situation. And he said, "Thanks, Jason. I'm yeah, out." Yeah. He probably slept him a twenty. Is that what happened? And I'm yeah. Gonna, and he probably. That's like, what he did. I will be on the next bus out of town. He had a twenty. Jason was a founding saying. member of Planned Parenthood. Oh, yes. there it is. That's horrible. I'm sorry. See, wow. We, so, no, so Jason, makes sense to me. we went there. So Paul had a uh, a twenty tucked between his fingers, and when he pulled the mask back, he slipped it under the sackcloth. Yeah. Here you go. You know what it's for, right? And so then what happened to Jason? He yoinked Jenny out, and then he's just gone. He needs a uh, plausible deniability. So yeah. Wherever Paul went, he didn't know. Jason and Paul and so are sitting had, at the diner with Ralph's wife. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. You think smoking a cigarette. You think they're on the roadside selling cookies? Yeah. Or they I actually did read something kind of interesting about Paul. Apparently, I think it's very clear at this point, you'll find out in the subsequent movie, that she was the sole survivor. So Paul obviously died somehow, unless he just ducked out, maybe. It shows him peeking around behind a tree when Jenny's getting loaded onto an ambulance. That's the end of part two. What do we think? Grades. I'm gonna give it a give it a decent B. A B? Wow. Yeah. Good for wow, you. That's that's generous. D plus. Yeah, this is a I'd say this is a solid solid C. C plus. Yeah. I, uh, this one lost me too many times. This is a grading system not for all movies, just for the franchise. Right. As far as franchise, maybe maybe a B minus. Yeah, I yeah. As far as a movie goes, it was C minus. Yeah. There were some decent shots in the movie. There um, were, and some decent kills. There were some really good art scenes that really stuck out. I have a hard time movie. getting on board with the Jason movie without the hockey mask, and that's me. That's not anything against these movies. Yeah. That wasn't even a well, thought Of course, nobody was thinking that back then. I know they yeah. weren't, but I am because I'm watching it in the 21st century. There seems to be too much effort to try to explain things. That I don't like... don't need explaining. Right. The child psychology. So... I don't like that Ted doesn't die because he drives me nuts. We don't get any detail about uh, it, but yeah, he it was, obviously survived. Yeah, it was probably unless he was, died of alcohol was, yeah, poisoning. Yeah, I was about to say it was probably alcohol poisoning. <laughs> so he ran off the road and he was trying to drive back and killed all the other counselors when he was driving. So let us know your thoughts, guys. Did we miss anything? I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah. Send us an email. Leave us a comment. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know if we're wrong about anything, which we weren't. But you can try. Because we are perfect. Right. Nobody's smart but me. Join us, uh, join us next week for part three. And we'll catch you next time. Stay tuned. Stay classy. Thanks for dropping by. See ya.